Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, the Chiefs find a way to win a game, and the Chargers, they just invent yet another way to lose. Just when you think they've invented every way to lose, they haven't. They've discovered a new way to lose. Welcome in. Brian, though, in for Big Ben Maller tonight. What a crazy Thursday night NFL game. That was a lot of fun. Unless you, I don't know, bet on the Chargers plus three and a half. I didn't do that. Or maybe you took the Chargers plus three and a half in a confidence pool that is evil and takes five years off your life each year you play it. That would apply to me. That absolute, absolutely applied to me. It's a crazy game because I think this is a sign of greatness. When you look at Patrick Mahomes, that was not a great game that he played. He had a couple of bad throws underthrew McCall Hardman for a walk-in touchdown on fourth down. Not a soul around Hardman, and Mahomes just blew it. He dirted the ball. Maybe he didn't have a great grip. He didn't have the laces, but that was very un-Mahomes-like. 
And then you look at his numbers at the end of the game, 410 yards passing, three touchdown passes, one pick, but a passer rating of 105.8. That is the true sign of greatness. When you could walk away from a game saying, yeah, Mahomes is all right, but he had a couple of throws where I, I don't know what happened on that. I just walked away thinking, eh, 410, three touchdowns, 105.8 passer rating. Thank you very much. <laughs> three touchdowns in the fourth quarter in overtime. And Travis Kelsey, he was a stud. 10 catches for a buck 91, most receiving yards in a game in his career. Two touchdown receptions, including the game winning 34 yard touchdown catch in overtime. And then you just sprinkle in a little Tyree kill. You know, just a little seasoning on top of the dish. 12 catches for a buck 48 and a touchdown. The Chiefs have won seven straight games. Now, we get to the Chargers here because, man, oh, man. Not only did the Chargers lose, they invent ways of losing, and they just, they take your heart out, crack it in half, and then they lose. You know, it's not good enough to just lose. It's It has to be as painful and as heartbreaking as humanly possible. They're going to lead you on and make you think, this is looking great. Somehow the Chargers are up 28-21. Things are looking good. Just need one stop. Nope, can't get it. Can't get it. But let's start at the beginning of the game. First drive of the game for the Chargers. They're inside the Chiefs' five-yard line, right at the five. And they're like, screw it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. What's the slogan from Robert Sala? The Jets head coach, all gas, no brakes. I think that's it, or some variation of that. That's what Brandon Staley says. No brakes. Let's go for it. Field goals aren't going to do it against the Chiefs. That's his mentality. They went for it, and not only did they not convert on fourth and goal, tight end Donald Parham Jr. was wide open in the back of the end zone, and he dropped it, and also hit his head on the turf and was taken off the field on a stretcher. Very scary scene. That's just the Chargers. It's crazy. Like Some of this stuff is unexplainable that happens to them. Do you remember years ago when Phillip Rivers, it was a game that the Chargers lost against the Raiders. They were on the road against Oakland at the time, and the I believe it was the punter, who was holding for a field goal, just dropped the ball. <laughs> just, just, just dropped the ball, couldn't get the the uh, the ball down for the kick, and they showed Phillip Rivers on the sideline saying, bad news, Bears. It's just the Chargers are inventing ways to lose. Like, Have you ever seen that before? Where at first drive of the game, Chargers go for it on fourth and goal. The tight end drops the ball, hits his head on the turf hard enough where... It looks like he's knocked out cold. He's taken off on a stretcher, and it was weird. It's like his arms were shaking. It was a very scary scene. I mean, seriously, thoughts and prayers for Parham Jr. Joe Buck, who I love, God bless him, he tried. He was like, you know, he was being carted off, and it's a little colder on the field than normal. Maybe that was it. I was just like, Joe, I don't think that's it, man. I would love for that to be the case, but... 
I don't think that's it. So we go on in the game here, the Chargers, as heartbreaking as it can possibly be, losing to the Chiefs. The next possession, tipped ball at the line of scrimmage, that results in an interception. Then Keenan Allen, nice catch over the middle. Looks like he might score. He's tackled, and (laughs) he gets basically rolled up on. His left foot, you know, he's limping around. I didn't know he was going to be able to come back in the game. He did, luckily. But it looked like he was going to score. The next thing you know, he's on the field because DeAndre Baker, the corner, while tackling him, it was nothing dirty. just happens it's football. But it's just what happens to the Chargers, seemingly. Keenan Allen, almost in for a touchdown, uh, gets his left foot hurt. Luckily, he comes back. Now we fast forward before halftime. Three seconds left to go. The Chargers go for it. The ball's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. They don't score a touchdown. They go in with a 14-10 lead. Could have been 17-10. They went for a touchdown, didn't get it. If you rewind just a couple of plays before, the tight end Jared Cook had a walk-in touchdown. Not a soul around him. The ball was a little off target. Cook couldn't make the catch. (laughs) And the Chargers go on to blow it on fourth down on that same sequence. Then in the second half, Joshua Kelly fumbles at the two-yard line. After all of this, Chargers are somehow up by seven points late. All they need is a stop. Could not get it. Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs, they mosey on down. They tie up the score. Well, there's a buck 16 left. That's plenty of time. Chargers had two timeouts. All they need is a field goal. They get to their own 44-yard line. All right, things are moving in the right direction, and the drive stalls. Had to punt. (laughs) And so the game goes into overtime. Just take a wild guess who won the the coin toss. Yes, that would be the uh, Chiefs. Chiefs won the coin toss. They go right down the field. Hot knife through butter. And Travis Kelsey with the game-winning touchdown catch. The thing here is, if the Chargers win that game, and it was right there for them. They have a seven-point lead with about two minutes to go. Can't get a stop. If they win that game, they're in first place in the AFC West right now. They have the exact same record as the Chiefs. And because they would have swept the Chiefs this season, they would be in first place. But no. But no, they kicked the game away. They cannot close the deal. And now they are two games behind the Chiefs. And the Chargers are now basically fighting for their playoff lives. That's how much was on the line for the Chargers on Thursday night. And we get to this. Brian Noe in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. The compulsive gambler known as Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. You see all these gambling ads, right? Gambling's being legalized on a state-by-state basis. So you see all these ads, right? Like FanDuel, DraftKings, and... Every now and then they'll have a message like, uh, you know, basically know when to say when. (laughs) Like, don't gamble your life away. If you need help, get it, right? Like, I think we need to get Brandon Staley some help here. We need to get him to a meeting right away because this dude is an absolute compulsive gambler. The Chargers passed on three field goals. They had three drives inside the Chiefs' five-yard line that didn't result in any points. None. And you hear this all the time. 
Well, the analytics say to go for it. Here's the deal. I'm not going to be anti-analytics in all facets, okay? There's something to it. Just not everything. This idea, well, the analytics say, do you listen to analytics in every single instance? Why would you do that? Like, why? Why wouldn't you look at the flow of the game, how things are going? Like, we haven't been able to convert on fourth down already numerous times. Why would we think it's going to be different this time, right? But the Chargers kept going for it, going for it, going for it, and it did not work in their favor. And this is what drives me crazy when you hear this. Well, field goals, they're not going to be enough to beat the Chiefs. Uh, field goals might have been plenty enough to beat the Chiefs on Thursday night. We will never know the answer to the answer to that question. But I'll tell you this. A three is better than none, right? Three points is better than zero. And all I know is that the Chargers had 12 plays from the Chiefs' five-yard line or closer that didn't result in a touchdown. That's tied for the most since 1991. That isn't easy to do. And I'll say this. One thing that's lost within the Chargers' compulsive gambling is that the Chiefs played pretty good defense. This wasn't all the Chiefs, right? You had the Jared Cook drop, the sort of off-target throw by Justin Herbert. But overall, 12 plays from the Chiefs' five-yard line or closer that didn't result in the touchdown? Okay, you say Justin Herbert should have thrown it to Cook. Cook should have made the the catch, right? Better ball, better receiving. Uh, Okay, fine. But what, 11 plays where the Chiefs are stopping? That's pretty good. Pretty good defense from the five-yard line or closer. Now, let's hear from the compulsive gambler himself, Brandon Staley, who is absolutely defending his go-for-broke mentality. Here he is. You know, I felt really comfortable with all of those decisions, and, uh, you know, the first one, it's a you know, perfect pass, and, and, you know, just you have this, this really, you know, tragic thing happen, you know, on the way down, and, uh, you know, the one at the end of the half, I, I, I love that, and, and then it just, you know, you know, we just missed Jared on the stick, you know, and um, that's the way we're going to play around here. That's the way we're going to play, and, um, you know, when we have a quarterback like ours and we have an offense like ours, that's the way we're going to play because that's how you need to play against Kansas City for sure, um, and that's how uh, we're going to be Come the team that we're ultimately capable of being is is by playing that way and um you know uh, i'm really proud of our guys i thought like we competed like champions today um and they made a couple more plays in the fourth quarter and in overtime than we did but i felt like our guys laid it on the line tonight and i'm very very proud of them for that gosh i mean <laughs> i don't even know where to go from there this idea of you know we gave it our best shot and by golly, we gave it the gusto and the old college try over here. And like, dude, win freaking games. You know, I, I I don't care about how you fought and how you scratched. You lost. You lost. And you had it. You were right there. And to come up empty possession after possession with this compulsive gambling. It's just, I, it drives me crazy where it's like, field goals aren't good enough to beat the Chiefs. They, they might have been. Like, coming up with goose eggs after going for it on fourth down multiple times. Three times you passed on field goals. That's not going to get it done. Why isn't that part of the conversation? Why is it just, oh, field goals aren't going to get it? Like, listen, it's all case by case. If you're down 
24 to 10 and it's fourth and two from your opponent's 10-yard line, yeah, don't feel don't settle for a field goal. Field goals aren't going to get it in that situation. But if it's 14 to 10 before halftime and you've already failed on fourth down before, maybe you kick it and go up 17 to 10. I mean, who knows how the game plays out by from that point on? But that might have been enough to get it done. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tampa Bay of this season. Who could it be? I've got a thought on that. I'm Brian Noe in for Big Ben here on Fox Sports Radio. Feel free to check in. It is a full participation show. 877-99 on Fox. Also on Twitter, at The No Show. So now this is just food for thought, okay? I'm going to make a grand declaration because I'm an ally of the truth, okay? Unless I truly believe this to be the case, I'm not going to act as if I do. I think it's possible that the Los Angeles Rams could be this year's version of Tampa Bay. Meaning what? Well, Tampa won a Super Bowl last season. I think the Rams, they have a lot of similarities with Tampa. And it's not the craziest thought that maybe the Rams could win it this year. Um, So let's go through it. What are the similarities between Tampa last year, who won it all, and the Rams this season, who are trying to do the same thing? All right, so again, I'm not saying this is going to happen. It's just something to consider. Here are the similarities. They both have talented rosters. We know how stacked Tampa was last season. Even the previous year going 7-9 and nine with Jameis Winston. We knew how talented they were. Similar with the Rams. The Rams had a talented roster, and they've upgraded it during the season. They trade for Von Miller. They get Odell Beckham Jr. They've got talent all over the place. So two talented rosters. What else is similar between Tampa last year, who won it all, and the Rams this year? Well, major quarterback upgrade. Major. Now, you could argue that going from Jameis to Tom Brady is a bigger jump than going from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford. And you could also argue that comparing Stafford to Brady, is there's a noticeable gap between those two players. Okay, I would just look at the Rams. Going from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford is a huge upgrade. Huge. I don't think that can be understated. So you make a QB upgrade. Those are similar. And then also with Tampa last year, it took a little time to gel. They were 7-5, and right? Hit a rough patch during the season. Got blown out by the Saints 38-3. So it was not a work of art all season long. If you look at the Rams, they hit a rough patch as well. But could they be gelling now at the right time with a talented roster and a major upgrade at quarterback? Some other similarities. Tampa last season. This is interesting. This is nerdy NFL stuff, but it's great. Tampa last season. In weeks 9 through 12, Tampa lost three of four games, including that blowout loss to the Saints. Okay, 
Same span this year for the Rams. Weeks 9 through 12, the Rams lost all three of their games. They had a bye week sandwiched in the middle there. But So Tampa hit a rough patch in weeks 9 through 12. The Rams hit a rough patch the same span, weeks 9 through 12. Tampa last year, heading into the playoffs, they were a 5 seed. Guess who the 5 seed is right now in the NFC? That's right, it's the Rams. Tampa hit their stride down the stretch. Could the Rams do the same thing this season? Yeah, they could. And again, I'm not calling my shot. I'm not saying Rams to win it all. You heard it here first. I really don't know. I think it's wide open this year. But there has been a lot of doubt. There's been a lot of things said about quote-unquote stat uh, stat Padford, right? Love that one. <laughs> a, lot of said, a lot said about him. Ah, we knew this. We knew Stafford isn't ready for primetime. We know he's not the guy. And Monday night, primetime on the road against Arizona. No touchdown. Uh, three touchdown passes, no picks from Stafford. Pretty good performance. Pretty good. So I, I just see a lot of similarities. I see a lot of similarities between the Rams this season and Tampa Bay last season. And hey, look, uh, could the Rams be one and done this year? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. But I, I think that you need to look at the problems the Rams pose to their opponents than just the other way around just what their weaknesses are, or just where they're vulnerable. I think that they present a lot of problems. And we'll see if there are even more similarities as we go forward between Tampa last season and the Rams this season. Just got to get hot at the right time. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben here on Fox Sports Radio. Now there's another team that's not looking so sexy right now. Not looking good for this squad. That would be the Baltimore Ravens. Have you seen their remaining schedule? This is rough. Now, they have home games in three of their final four games. And you'd say, all right, you're at, you're at home three out of four. That's pretty good. Well, it's a matter of who those games are against as well. And that, that's not too great. If you look at Baltimore's remaining schedule, so this weekend, the Ravens, they host the Packers. That's a rough game. That is not a great matchup. Think about Marlon Humphrey, their cornerback, who's out for the rest of the season against Aaron Rodgers and what they present on offense. That's not great. Then Baltimore, they're at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is so Jekyll and Hyde. Remember, Cincinnati crushed Baltimore earlier this season. Cincinnati is so goofy, they could come out like gangbusters that game. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Then the Ravens are at home against the Rams. And they finish against another divisional opponent in the Pittsburgh Steelers, who they just lost to on the road. Yeah, it was open, Mark Andrews. They should have converted that that two-point play. Didn't work out, but divisional game, Steelers, Ravens. The Steelers have had a rough season. But if they could ruin the Ravens' season in the final week of the season, they'd be all in on that. They would absolutely be all in. So the Ravens and Lamar Jackson is banged up with the ankle injury. He didn't practice on Thursday. So we don't even know if he's going to be good to go against the Packers. But the Ravens at 8-5, and five, 
that is a rough remaining stretch. I don't know if any other team in the NFL, my guess is that there isn't, that faces a, a tougher path in terms of winning percentage of the opponents that you're facing from here on out. That is rough. There isn't one team that's under 500 that they're facing. Not one. And it's surprising that three out of four games being at home, this, in my opinion, is the most unfavorable path from here on out. The Baltimore Ravens facing the Packers at Cincy, the Rams, and Pittsburgh. You start looking at this thing, the AFC North hasn't been decided yet. The Bengals are at the Broncos this week. If the Bengals somehow win that game, they would be in first place, most likely in the AFC North, provided that the Ravens would lose to Green Bay. You could have Cincy in first place because Cincy beat the Ravens head-to-head earlier this year. So how about that? Think about this. The Bronco, I'm sorry, the Bengals are currently in ninth place in the AFC. And if the Bengals win and the Ravens lose this week, the Bengals are in the playoffs and they're a four seed. (laughs) They can change that fast. So do not, do not be surprised if Baltimore misses the playoffs altogether. Now the, the catch with this whole thing is that all sounds great, but who else do you trust in that division? I, I don't trust anyone. I certainly don't trust the the Bengals. They're all over the place. Jekyll and Hyde, they're winning one week big. They're losing big the next week. They're all over the place. The Browns, you can't trust them. Not stable at quarterback. You have all these COVID issues. So yeah, the Ravens might win this thing just based on process of elimination. But, man, I do not like the position that Baltimore is in right now. That is a rough, rough remaining stretch. Not favorable at all. Uh, we'll get into uh, some more of these Week 15 games. Some very tasty matchups. One game to mention, by the way, is on Saturday night where the uh, Patriots are at the Colts. And it is your classic pros versus Joes matchup here where the, the Joes are all over the Patriots. All over them. And the pros love the Colts, love them at home. And the Colts match up very nicely against the the Patriots. And there's one thing I love about this time of year with the playoffs right around the corner is how quickly things change. You look at the Patriots, they've been winning games left and right. Look at their winning streak. Patriots have won seven in a row. And some of these games really impressive. And then you look and you say, well, if the Patriots, if they lose this game against Indianapolis, they're dropping in the stand in the playoff standings. Uh, they're already in the, the two spot with the Chiefs winning on Thursday night. So if the Patriots lose to the Colts, they'd have a worse record than the, the Chiefs. If the Titans are able to beat the Steelers, well, then the Titans leapfrog them. All of a sudden, the Patriots would be pulling in Arizona Cardinals, right? Arizona was the one seed in the NFC. They have one clunker against the Rams on Monday night. They they dropped down to the three seed. So the Patriots were like, eh, look at the Patriots playing good defense, running the ball. Mac Jones is doing his thing. 
on the road on Saturday night against the Colts team that can just run the ball down your throat. If you get the good Carson Wentz, I think the Colts are going to win that game. I'm on the pro side on this one. I'm laying the two and a half. I'm all over the Colts. I might put 16 points in our confidence pool, Coop. I might go all in on the Colts on this one. I love them this week. But that is, whichever side you're on, it's a big pros versus Joes. Now, here's the other thing. A little bit of gambling advice if you're into that sort of thing. Bet on who you think will win or cover. Either or. Don't worry about this pros versus Joes. Like, oh, I don't want to be on the Joes side. Hey, guess what? Sometimes the Joes side wins. <laughs> Sometimes the public, they, they get it right. The pros aren't always right. So just go with who you think is going to win. Uh, but I, I do. I think it's going to be the Colts this week. Saturday night, that's a good matchup. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go out to Fred in Austin. He has a no Christmas song. Very interested about this. How's it going, Fred? We'll be nice to you. We won't okay. be mean. All right, good. So let's see. All right. So, oh, Benny is off this evening. There ain't no point in grieving. Though most of the overnight subs blow. We got no, we got no, we got no. Well, that works. That's great, man. I like that. Very well there done, Fred. Go. Yeah, positive. I mean. I could have been mean, but I decided it was best to be nice to <laughs> if you. If you, I appreciate that, Fred. If you were to be mean, what Christmas carol were you targeting? Well, it just uh, I just would have said, you know, we still got a host that blows. You know, I could have done it that way, but that wouldn't be I very see. nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so in, instead, yeah, we'll say the most overnight host, well, we got snow, we got snow. Yeah, there we yeah. go. We got snow, we got snow, we got Yeah, yep, yeah that's yeah. it. All very right. Very well done, Well, may Fred. you have a, a grand evening. You too. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you checking in. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Before we got a couple of minutes, another edition of Coop's Scoop. Take it away, Justin Cooper. All right, I'll try to be uh, quick here. We got a lot this weekend, actually. Okay, all right. Uh, so uh, let's start out. We're at the theaters. Of course, this weekend we have the release of Spider Man uh, No Way Home. And now, from what I've heard from the few friends that I have that have seen it, it's awesome. From what I see on social media, there, you know, there was a lot of hype for this movie. And uh, from, from what I'm reading, it's, it's living up to the hype. So uh, that is available in theaters right now. Also in theaters is uh, Nightmare Alley. Uh, now, this is a movie from Guillermo del Toro. He's yeah. the director. Uh, Bradley Cooper stars Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, uh, Willem Dafoe, Rooney Mara, Ron Perlman. There's a whole bunch of people in this one, all of uh, Guillermo del Toro's favorites. Uh, looks pretty good. I like the trailers for that. Yeah, it looks good. I have one buddy that is that has seen it already. He went to some like Q and A with Guillermo del Toro and some screening, and uh, he said it was brutal. The movie. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, I'm actually pretty excited about that. That's in theaters as well. Uh, moving over to television, I just want to highlight a, a couple things here. Uh, we have this movie on HBO Max. It's available right now. It's called. Uh, oh, it's actually a limited series. It's called Station Eleven. Now, this one's kind of, it's about a, a world pandemic that kind of gets apocalyptic. So I don't know if people might be kind of like, oh, I don't want to watch pandemic stuff, but, uh, and it's kind of like flu-like, but this was actually planned before the COVID pandemic began and they've delayed oh, wow. it until now. 
So uh, it, it's actually got good reviews. So uh, that's available on HBO Max. Uh, moving over. Oh, The Witcher Season 2. I don't know if, uh, if, if, if you heard of The Witcher Season 1. I haven't, no. Brian. Oh, it's a, it's a Netflix show. It's based off a video game. I thought Who? Season 1. Uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, is, is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, he's in it. Uh, he stars in it as the Witcher. It, I loved it. I love season one. Uh, season two is available today, right now on Netflix. And then uh, let's see. I have to cut this short, so I'm going to also mention the Matrix Resurrections on Wednesday. I'm worried. Yes, uh, I'm worried as well, but I'm definitely stoked. I'm going to check it out. I grew up on the Matrix. I loved the Matrix, but I believe that one is a uh, one of those in theaters and on HBO Max. It is. Yes. Yep. So uh, so check that out and uh, yeah that's uh, do I have one last? Oh, I have time for one more thing uh, <laughs> on Amazon Prime on Tuesday December twenty second being the Ricardos uh, now this is from Aaron Sorkin it's got Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz and J K Simmons as Fred uh, Nina. Arlanda as Ethel. I don't know who that is, but yeah, it's a, a week who? in the uh, the filming of the famed sitcom I Love Lucy, and that's uh, on Amazon Prime on Tuesday. Good stuff. We love J.K. Simmons from Whiplash. Yes, great, great movie. movie. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 